Alright, well, welcome back to episode 4 of the Conversations Podcast. Um, we're a few episodes in now, how are we feeling about that please? Loving it, got a few under the belt, it's uh, exciting, it's, um, I'm really enjoying our podcast and being able to have some just honest conversations and record them and other people to be able to hear your heart and what you're, what you're thinking and feeling about things, so... Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I hope other people are. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been great. I'm loving it. It's good to have a chat. Yeah, definitely. Good to talk things out. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, if you haven't uh, listened before, I might as well introduce everybody. Um, I'm uh, I'm Mikey, and I'm with Tim Campbell and Ben Sattler, senior pastor, worship pastor, executive pastor, creative director, <laughs> all of the all of the things. Um, yeah, so we're gonna just chat quickly about um, leadership a bit today. So anything awesome. you guys wanted to start off with before we jump into it. Well, leadership, I think John Maxwell says it best when he says leadership is influence. And I think leadership is so often, I guess, pigeonholed to a particular type of person or personality, but all of us have leadership in our life. And I think that's an important thing to think about and remember that we all have a responsibility to be leaders, to contribute, to add value to other people and to lead other people. We're called to do that. We all have that on our lives. And so I think that's an important thing that we realise that, hey, there's leadership on me. I want to develop that. I want to grow in that. I want to become better at that. We never arrive. We're always learning and yeah. growing. And I think um, servant leadership's a really important thing, but particularly in church life as well. Yeah, I think in leadership, um, John Maxwell said the same thing, is leadership's the answer, leadership's the problem. So in everything that we do in leadership, whether it's in church world or governments or business world, wherever there is leadership, I think that quote echoes true. No matter yeah. where you are, what you're working at, what you're doing, um, every workplace, leadership's the answer, leadership's the problem. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good thought to carry around. Yeah, definitely. I think the one thing I think about, why well, I try to keep in the front of my mind when I'm thinking about leaders and leadership is that People are people yeah. <laughs> and people are not perfect. And yeah. if you're being mm. led by someone, you're being led by a not perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so, good. You know, it's always a good thing to know when you are the leader, you're yeah. not perfect. And yeah. when you are being led by someone, they're not perfect either. Yeah, you know? so yeah, true. Grace, Grace is our best friend. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> Especially in church. <laughs> That's um, true. So going off that, let's chat a little bit about servant leadership and how does that kind of look for us in our context. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a really important differentiating factor because I think most people they want leadership or what they think leadership is which in the world that perhaps could be position it could be authority it could be uh, you know a certain level of power but Jesus flipped it on its head and he said the greatest of you is the servant of all yeah and so you think about the 12 uh, disciples you think about Jesus's core team they literally laid down their life to serve people and we think about the impact that they've had in the lives, the millions and billions of lives since then and since the church and many people have laid down their life to serve other people. It's actually not about them and lifting themselves up and saying, oh, I'm a leader. It's actually yeah. about bending our knee and serving other people and finding ways that we can contribute to other people that is really important. So I think that's a, a big factor that we should think about when it comes to mm. leadership. It's not about how... Uh, people can serve me. Leadership is about how I can serve other people. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. I think in servant leadership as well, it's seeing the best in others and and wanting them to do well. Um, I think that's what servant leadership for me looks like. It's not like just about you become nobody 
and then like everyone do the job everyone do what i'm meant to do like that's not servant leadership servant leadership mm-hmm. is serving them into lead them into where they can go into their destiny yep. and so i see that's how i see servant leadership how can i benefit that person going from there to there how can they how can they get better at what they do through what i um impart take or impart to them as a leader so yeah for me, that's what servant leadership really for me looks like is how can I make others do better and not to do better so it makes me look good so it, they grow and they can be a better person as well. So how can I raise that person up to mm. be all they can be? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's a good point because I think with servant leadership, we can sometimes be trying to get people to do what we want them to do. Yeah. But when you really have a mindset that you're there to serve people, you're trying to get the best out of them for them Yeah. and help them achieve and become who they're called to be in the journey that they have and what they're good yeah. at and, and instead of just looking at it from your point of view and your agenda actually thinking about what's best for them and how yeah. to help them be the best leader the best person that they can be i think that's really having a servant leadership mindset yeah absolutely mm. yeah absolutely i think the one thing i was thinking about as well is like being a servant leader is serving and not expecting anything in return. Yeah. Like serving be just because you want to serve and not because mm-hmm. you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. I think um, especially in church, you know, there's such a great place to do that, you know. Yeah. Giving towards the church and serving, you know, it's another form of our worship, another form of our giving is yeah. serving. And yeah. if you're coming into that with the mindset of I'm going to serve so that, you know, I'm elevated in to a higher standard or whatever you want to call it. Like yeah. I'm serving because there's a leader's dinner at the end of the year or something. <laughs> um, yeah. It's actually serving with no expectation of being a, being rewarded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. And I think that's why servant leadership in church is so important because, I mean, it's the model that Jesus has asked us to have, but we're also predominantly working with volunteers. Yeah. yeah. Not people that are paid to do it or have to do it. They are choosing to serve if they're a volunteer yeah. at, at our church, for instance. They're choosing to serve. And so yeah. you want to honor that time. You want to get the best out of them. They don't have to show up. They don't have to be there. But then on the other end of it, you're training them to be a servant leader so that they have the mindset that I've got ownership here. Yeah, exactly. I care about this. This is my family yeah. and I contribute to it just like I would in a normal household or a normal family. Yeah. I've got a part to play and I want to make sure that I'm fulfilling my role. There's an ownership about it that... Um, servant leaders take on board and say, you know what, I'm going to contribute to this in a positive way. Yeah. And I, I want I want to do that. I don't have to, but I, I want to do that. And so really when you're working with volunteers, you really want to foster that servant leadership where people just aren't running around with titles, but they're <laughs> wanting to really add value to others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think in servant leadership too, that's all what Benny said about titles is you know when someone's in the job for the title. You know when someone's wanting to be a leader to get <laughs> get respect and be looked mm. up to. You can tell when someone's mm. leading from that place. But then on their flip side, you can tell when someone's leading to help you, to make you the best person that you can be. You, you can see that and you can feel that. And so that's a leader that I want to be. You can call me whoever you want. You can call me Mr. So-and-so, whatever. <laughs> but like it's, it's not about the title. It's about how I can lead others to be the best that we can be together. Yeah. How can we grow what we're trying to achieve, whether it's in church, business, whatever it is. How can we grow and get better at what we do all together and make everyone mm-hmm. climb up um, to the best place they can be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Moving on a little bit, um, we wanted to chat a bit about leadership structure and what does that kind of look like for us and, 
you know, ideally in a church culture, how does leadership structure play an effective role in what we do? I think leadership structure is just about clarity. And I think if you're giving people uh, a, a clear structure of who they are, for instance, reporting to or connecting with or where to, where to get support, where to get help, um, you know, that's really what leadership is about. It's communicating how to clearly work together and get things done. And so, you know, I'm not a big one on just continuing, continually, um, continually um, <laughs> talking about hierarchy and this is what the yeah. rules are and this is how we have to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I, I just don't think just flashing your position or title around and doing that is going to be a long-term good no. leadership thing mm. um, because people follow you long-term for your character yeah. and your servant leadership. But I, I do think that a clear structure, understanding that you've got support systems, you've got people there that can help you, that you can lean on, that you know who to go to, mm. um, you know what to do in situations, I think that is important. Yeah. And um, that's why we've got the structure there to really help people, to serve people. That's yeah. what structure's about. Yeah, exactly. I think in business or in church world, you can see when there's no leadership structure, it doesn't work. Never grows, never goes forward. I think you have to have structure in everything you do. And leadership structure is how we have that happen. Like you need a leader. A leader will make it go forward. Um, if you just had a committee meeting and you had to vote on everything and everyone <laughs> had the same title and everyone was on the same level, yep. um, you'd go forward very slowly. And I think that's why leadership is important. And when people trust what you're doing and trust you as a leader, you start moving forward really quickly mm. because people just get behind and go, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back that. Mm. I'm going to back what we're doing and back behind who, who's leading this and I'm going to really see it go forward. But yeah, committees and doing it as like all together um, is what some, some organisations run like <laughs> and I think it doesn't always is the right way or the best way mm. to lead something. I think it, when, it's, when it's got a leader, it can really go forward. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it's good as well to have someone that's set in vision, you know. Yeah. Everybody's completely different with how they lead or how they operate in a church in church life or even just in work or anything. And you know, some people are those people that will just jump on and go, just tell me what you need me to do, I'll jump in and yeah. I'll do it. You know, there's tons of people in our church that I know like that that will just go, I just want to do something, I don't want to make a decision about it, but if there's anything you need me to do, I will do it right now and I'll do it to the best of my ability. Yeah. Mm. But then there's some people as well that go I want to really elevate what could be happening right now. You know, I've got these all sorts of crazy ideas. I want to do this, this, and this. Yeah. We could go about yeah. it 10 billion different ways. You know, everybody's different. So, like, yeah, I guess, like, how would, how would you sort of approach that, Ben, maybe to different types of, um, different types of the way that people outwork their serving? Mm. And if, say, if you were leading those people and one of them were, the visionary type and one was the sort of just servant, do whatever needs to be happen, do whatever needs to be done type. Like how would you treat them differently, I suppose? Yeah, I think everyone wants to um, be led differently. Everyone mm. is different. They've got different temperaments, personalities, ways that they receive communication and understand things. And sometimes people want to know, a bit like what you said there, Mikey, sometimes people want to know the why. Why are we doing that? Yeah. Uh, or, or challenge the why. Yeah. And they're not your enemy, but they're just genuinely trying to find ways to better it or, yeah. or to help you. And so I, I think seeking to understand in terms of spending time with that person, listening is a leader's great friend. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think enough leaders listen. Um, and I think we would be able to actually be quicker in what we do if we listened. 
Mm. Uh, so that's something I'm I'm learning to do. <laughs> Definitely got my L plates on with that. But I'm learning to do that more because I think we gain more from that by listening to the other people, uh, uh, filtering what they're saying, and then being able to just work on solutions together. And I think people, particularly in this generation that's coming through, I think that people want to be more collaborative. Yeah, They want to be able to contribute to the answer. And just because they've got a different opinion on on it, we need to be big enough people to, to work through that, to learn, to grow, to find unity in the midst of that and realize just because someone's got a different view or it's a strong view, it doesn't mean that they're bad, that they're fighting for the end goal. But I think as long as we've got a mindset of unity yeah. and going, all right, at the end of the day, we're going to have to make a decision. We want the best we want the best decision to win, not just one for my ego, but we want to win together. I think having that mindset, listening, talking about it as a team, being clear about the vision and what we want to achieve, I think all of those things are important Yeah, and help people and understanding people are different um, and working through that with them. I think that's, I think that's a, a good way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think um, for me when it comes to leading people that are different like that, is that everyone has their different ideas and the ways of doing things. So I always see what I do as a leader, there's things that are non-negotiable. There's things that are like, this is what I see and this is what I want to have set. It's what I do. But under that, there's the creativity to be like, hey, I can see your point of view and what, how can we do this better or how can we do this better? But it doesn't mean that I just sit there and go, um, tell me everything we need to do. Like as a leader, I think you still have to set a clear pathway and go, this is where we're going. And people's personalities all play a different role in that. You get the people that are like, just come and give me a hug and then I'll do whatever. Like, just <laughs> come beside me and, you know, hug me and then I'll, I'll feel like I can help you. Like, that sort of people that just want that all the time and the mm. and um, the recognition and the like, hey, you're doing awesome, we love you. And there's yeah. the other people who are just like, tell me my 10 things I need to do on a list and I'll tick it off. Yeah. Like type people, like they're just <laughs> like the list people. So it's I think for me as a leader, it's learning who you're leading. Yeah. Like learning how do they work because mm. – that's how I've learned. I've always just, when I was young, guys, to go and we're just doing it. Like, we're just going to go forward and we're just doing it. Jump on board and we're doing it. And then I've learned how people just don't just jump on board. You've got to actually go, hey, this is how I see you can help in this, or this is how I can see you helping in this. And just challenging people in that way to use their strengths and to come beside you. Hmm. That makes sense. Definitely. I think a massive part of that as well is just basic communication and basic awareness as well of like how people mm. are reading this situation yeah like so i've learned a lot about this just working working in film and tv with it with a team and i'm not necessarily someone that needs to know all the details i don't need to know what a specific shoot day or what an episode yeah. of something is going to look like i'm kind of just there to build put some lights up and see what happens and like you were saying it's a it's a massive balance of we could talk about it for a week beforehand and go, here's the plan, get all of us guys all on the same page, knowing the end goal. And for me, that would be really helpful. But sometimes I find as well that we go in and we go, um, this is the plan for today and that's all we're going to think about. Where there's no, there's no real steps to get there. It's just this is the end goal for this one day and we'll figure out how we do it on the way there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, that's frustrating. But it also, at the same time, I'm like, well, the job got done in a day where I probably would have talked about it for a week. <laughs> so which, which one's the better yeah, option? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. really know. Yeah, that's true, man. So it, true. I reckon it's a balance. like, And obviously, depending on what sort of thing you're trying to achieve is mm. which, which um, strategy will work best. 
Yeah, um, that's good. Man. And I guess that sort of carries on to our next little section as well. We wanted to talk a little bit about problem solving. Mm. So when you do get in those situations of how, how are we going to work this out or, you know, the plan didn't work and we've still got to achieve this goal, how do we solve problems as a servant leader and how do we as leaders help our teams to achieve that? Yeah, I think that's a big one because leadership is solving problems and I think sometimes we unknowingly produce followers but we don't produce leaders Mm. and I think that is a shift in our thinking to actually not just give away tasks but to give away um, authority and, and empower people into roles and so for instance somebody that's serving on a team that um, for whatever reason they, they can't make it that next Sunday, actually giving them the empowerment and the authority to say, all right, I need to find a replacement to be on that team. I'm mm. not just going to dump that responsibility back to my team leader and say, all right, well, I'm not on. My work here is done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, then, and I'm out of there. Um, and because that's just dumped on somebody and then put more pressure on their, say, department head leader or whoever that is, but actually say, you know what, no, I'm, I'm a leader. I'm a problem solver. Yeah. I'll look for a replacement. I'm coming to the leader with a problem and then a solution to the problem yeah. at the same time. And I think that's an important thing to help people actually say, you know what, I'm empowered to to solve problems. I don't just have to report it up or pass it on to someone else. That is big part of my leadership to yeah, solve the problems absolutely and to contribute in that way yeah absolutely I, like even going back to my work i've experienced that as well being a quite a junior person and going i don't know it's like i'm not the one that's planning everything just tell me how to do it but yeah. you know now yeah. i've been doing it for a little while longer the expectation is that here's the task and you're going to figure out how to do it yeah like, oh okay yeah sure. i'll see how i go with that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but definitely, I think as soon as someone gives you that authority to go, this is your responsibility, makes it a world of difference and makes it a way easier to actually do that and to feel like you've got the capacity to go and outwork whatever they've asked you to do. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, being a problem solver is a big thing to have as a leader. Um, I know when you have someone who works under you or serves under you, whatever, the, the ones that you feel like they get it are the ones that come up with the problem solving themselves. Not like what Ben was saying a bit. They don't just come to you and go, here's all the problems in the world, fix them <laughs> and whatever. Like they're actually leaders themselves yeah. and actually want to learn on how to do that stuff. I think in the world um, today, just forget about church world for a sec. There's so many people that are like, tell me what to do. Like they're at work and they're like, give me my 20 step list and I'll just tick it off and I'll just do it. But don't make me solve anything. Like I'm not that, and that is a huge thing in our in our world. Where I think if someone can learn how to be a problem solver, they could actually get that promotion. They could actually get the next step up in their workplace because yeah. people look at that and go, "Hey, they can carry stuff. Yeah, they can carry weight because they can look after things and and solve problems." And it's the same in church world. That's how when we look for leaders, um, we look for leaders who are like who can carry something, who doesn't just like look after it, manage it, and then just dump everything else on everyone else. Who can carry this, solve problems, and lead it forward. I think as a leader, that's someone I want to be as a leader, someone who can just go, hey, I can see how I can fix this, mm. not how you can fix it, not how this person can fix it. How can I fix this yeah. and be a problem solver? So I think that's a good thing as a leader to look ahead and go, I can look, I've got a solution for that. Yeah. Mm. And <laughs> I think it's in all of us. In all of us we have solutions, but we're sometimes too afraid or we're too like waiting for someone to say, um, do this. Yeah. Mm. Where it's like, well, hang on a sec. No, I can come up with a solution. And so mm. that's what we're trying to encourage in our church with leaders is, hey, be a problem solver. 
be someone who can be a leader and go, hey, I can lead this. Yeah. So yeah. 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 You're not a leader because you found a problem. You're a leader because you solved it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that there is a lot in our world where we love to point out things. Yeah. But that can just be really negative. Absolutely. And if you like, you know, there's that like that saying: if you're not helping, you're not helping. Yeah. And it's it's like that in leadership. You know, finding a way to help and to serve is is a way of helping push things forward. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. I I always think of um, youth as well as like such a funny example of just seeing how young guys lead. And it's like, especially for the guys in creative, um, you see them sort of figure out that, you know, they have responsibility. And giving a young person responsibility is like the best thing you can ever do for them in mm. their yeah. maturity and the way they're growing up. And especially if there's someone that's coming to church and is wanting to be part of that. Yeah. Um, getting them into serving, like if you just go, hey, this thing at youth, that's yours and they will go wild with it. <laughs> oh, and, and sometimes they won't, you know, but yeah. it's a development thing. I yeah. think people really develop themselves when they're given a responsibility. Yeah. Like for example, a lot of our creative guys, younger guys, they may not, they may be able to play music really well or they may be able to sing really well, but they might not have ever done it in front of a, crowd or in yeah. front of a congregation yeah mm. and I, <laughs> I love putting them on and just go you're up and they just figure out everything <laughs> from there yeah 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 <laughs> it's the best it's the best age to do it I'd yeah say, but like, yeah absolutely yeah. and then a couple of years down the track like you know, Jesse one of our young drummers um I've taught him for ages but he completely took off after playing in youth for about three weeks and now he's yeah. like it's yeah. so easy for him, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the thing I was thinking about before as well is that once you've sort of solved a problem, you realise how easy it actually was. Yeah. And all of the stress and worry before you figured something out is only because you haven't given it a go yet. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, like it's, it's always looking back at something you didn't know how to do previously and then you've now learnt that skill, you always go, oh, well, but that's easy because yeah. I've learnt it. Yeah, yeah. And it's only before you've tried to figure it out that you feel like you can't be a problem solver. But I think it's just taking that step and being like, well, I've just, you know, I'm game to try it and I'll <laughs> figure it out along the way. That's and, awesome. you know, that'll, that'll take you a long way, hey. Absolutely, man. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Well, um, we had a good time, so maybe that's where we'll wrap it up this week. Um, yeah, so that was episode four. We will be back next one. Looking forward to an episode. We're going to talk a little bit about preaching and a little bit about communication. So um, that'll be up after this one. <laughs> and um, yeah, so thanks for listening. We will see you next time on the Conversations Podcast. <laughs>